Welcome, friends. You know, it, it takes a while to uh, make an episode of Intertrial Projections Presents. Uh, you know, lots of things going on right now, COVID-19. Uh, I am still working on the project, just a few snags and hiccups along the way. Uh, while you guys are waiting, I'd really appreciate you to listen to my very strangely audited, Weird Al Yankovic-style um, uh, interview with Orson Welles. Please take a listen. Also brought to you by Blue Coal. Hey, you thought your coal was good before? Check it out. It's blue now. Also brought to you by Jell-O. J-E-L-L-O, the jiggly wiggly thing that's been around since the 20s. And at least it wasn't originally made by cocaine. Good job. We bring to you live via tele-time machine to deal with this really strong issue we've been dealing with here in 2020. We've been dealing with this coronavirus for a long time here in Inner Child Productions. It's my great privilege and honor to interview Mr. Orson Welles. Thank you, Mr. Wells. Thank you for joining us. Mr. Orson, please. Oh. Don't call me. Yes, my goodness. All right, Orson. Yeah. I must say, though, that okay. there is a thing about calling you by your first name, which is done by people whose last names you don't know that rather bewilders me. Let me ask you a question that everyone's dying to know. When you were a lot younger, how did you get away with Citizen Kane? Were you told not to do things? I mean, how were you able to do it? Because I didn't know any better, mm. and it's... You're sure it's got to be your good and your great. It's ignorance. There's no authority in the world like it. But, but I mean, there's technical ability, and then there's what you've done. I mean, like... Technically, that the whole bag of movies can be learned in about a day and a half. Okay. I kid you not. It isn't much harder than taking uh, 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 home movies. It's just about three points harder. Mm-hmm. And all these guys who do it try to make a big mystery of it because that's uh, their living. And I have the right to say it because I had in my first picture in Kane the greatest cameraman who ever lived, who was Greg Toland. And he came to my office and said, I want to work in your picture. My name is Toland. And I said, why do you, Mr. Toland? He said, because you've never made a picture. And you don't know what cannot be done. And yes. so I said, but I really don't. Can you tell me? He says, there's nothing to it. And he gave me the day and a half lessons. Ooh. And uh, so we had the day and a half, and there it was. But the only thing was, I'd been directing in the theater for years, and I, nowadays they have lighting people. We did then, and I had some some of the greatest lighting people, in fact, not there, but many of the shows I lit myself, and I was supervised it, and I thought a director did that in a movie. <laughs> so for the first 10 days, I was moving the lights around, you see? And uh, Toland was behind me, fixing it up and changing the readings and saying, shut up, let him go on, I want to see what he's up to, which was very chic of him, I think. And then somebody somebody told me, and then I went and got on my knees and apologized and everything. I thought that's what the directors did. Mm-hmm. Because if you see a picture by Ford, for example, you were speaking of Jack Ford earlier. He's had, what, uh, must be in a hundred cameramen in his long career. And almost every Ford picture you can tell from the look of it. Okay, so what do you think of Citizen Kane? Do you think it's one of your best movies you've ever made? Um, give me yes, no, maybe, uh, what, a, what, what about your current ideas? Maybe... No, certainly not. That's my next thing. one is, though, that's the... I mean, you just made Magnificent Ambersons. Not the one after that, the one I'm preparing at this... Oh, the next one. That's next it, one. that's going to make history. Work on my production, uh, it's called... I haven't decided what it is yet. Mr. Wells, let me finish. It's a parody of one of your Shakespeare plays. It's called, um, King Moschels, or King Lear with Ray... Rocket ships, spaceships, and all the other, like, what do you think? <laughs> Thank you. Actually called, um, 
with T-Rexes and whatnot. Uh, is it true up at the hearse where they tried to destroy your movie? They tried to have it destroyed. They even tried to frame me. One, why in one town I was doing a, some kind of date, I don't know what, bond tour or lecture, some kind of a, a gig, and I was a, a, in a nightclub afterwards <clears throat> waiting to go back to my hotel, have a little supper, and waiter came up and says, There's a police officer wants to see you. Well, I tried to hide because if that ever happens, I'm sure I'm guilty. I don't know how, how you are, but... Of course. See a cop, I know I did it. But there, was, there was no way out of it. I had to go see him, and he took me aside, and he said, uh, Orston. I don't know why they always call me Orston. He says, uh, don't go back to your hotel room. Yeah. I said, why? He says, they've got a miner staked out there and a photographer. A lady of the night? Uh, in, uh, luckily, a lady, I think. I, <laughs> I prefer to tell it that. And uh, they were going to frame me. I would have been in jail yeah. if the, you know, with the cops waiting to jump in and arrest me. That was not Mr. Hurst itself. It was somebody in that town who thought he'd get in good with the boss by, by doing a favor. Yeah. I don't think Hurst would have stooped to that. I did have a conversation with him about, about the picture. Yeah which was in an elevator in San Francisco the night it opened. I, we found ourselves going up together. And he'd known my father. I'd never met him, you know. And I introduced myself. Things you'll do when you're young, you know. <laughs> and I said, uh, would you like to come to the opening tonight? He didn't answer. And I said, well, Mr. Kane would have come. And that's the difference between the two people, because the character of Charles Foster Kane had enough class mm -hmm. to have gone to the opening. He just, yeah. uh, he was very uptight, that was the end of that. It wasn't really about him, it was made up of a lot of people. Orson, may I call you? <laughs> we already have that conversation. Of course, yeah, I can. Um, what did you think about your version of King Lear? Saw on TV. Was, uh, this was uh, for a show I did uh, with the Theater Guild and the Mercury together, which is called Five Kings, which was a, uh, an adaptation of several of the Shakespearean histories. And we had the big scene where... Saddle my horses. I'll not trouble thee. Yet have I left a daughter. Is it your will? Speak, sir. Prepare my horses. For Lord, I am guiltless as I am ignorant of what hath moved you. My train are men of choice and rarest parts that all particulars of duty know and in the most exact regard support the worship of their names. Almost small falls. How ugly didst thou in Cordelia show, which like an engine wrenched my frame of nature, drew from my heart all love, and added to the gall. Oh, Lear! Lear, Lear! Beat at the gate and let thy folly in! And thy dear judgment out! Go, go, my people! Here, nature! Here, dear goddess, here! Suspend thy purpose! Thou didst intend to make this creature beautiful. Into her womb convey sterility. Dry up in her the organs of increase, that from her loins no hopeful branch may spring. If she must teem, create a child of spleen, that it may live athwart 
this nature torment to her stamp wrinkles in her brow of youth with cadent tears fret channels in her cheeks turn all her mother's pains and benefits to laughter and contempt but she may feel how sharper than a serpent's tooth it is to have a thankless child away This particular song is originally written by the Eagles and remixed by Ted Schuster. This is a Inner Child Productions. Have a good afternoon and good weekend. That. Oh, anyway. Um, that was the Time Travel Machine with Mr. Orson Wells. Do tune in next time for when we continue with King Lear, King Michelle's story. Uh, hope you have a pleasant dreams and good night.